Welcome to the Exec MBA Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Patrick Clancy. Patrick is a graduate in our Executive MBA class of 2020, and he and I recently connected to talk more about his MBA journey, how he decided to pursue an MBA, what led him to Darden, the impact of his Darden experience, what he's been up to since graduation, and so much more. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here's my interview with Patrick Clancy. Pat, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thanks so much, Brett. Great to be with you. Great to have you here. How's everything? How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was good. It was it was kind of low-key this year. Um, usually we have grandparents come in to see uh uh you know the uh the little ones. Um this year my folks went to Dallas to see my brother. Uh and then my in-laws, uh, they actually stayed stayed at the beach. So it was a very quiet, quiet Thanksgiving, but it was still a really nice one. So um, my uh, brother and sister-in-law, uh, or sister-in-law and brother-in-law, uh, came with uh, with my niece, which was nice. So. All right. Well, that's great. Well, I'm glad you had a nice holiday. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, we've we've kept in touch since you graduated from the program, and I'm excited to for our listeners to hear hear your story. So let, let's talk a little bit more about you. Um, tell us who you are and, and what's your background. Uh, certainly. Uh, so I'm Patrick Clancy. I, uh, I grew up as a military brat. So my dad was a Marine. So we kind of bounced around, uh, all over, uh, mostly on the East coast. Um, I did my last three years of high school in Japan, which was kind of, kind of cool. Uh, I ended up, uh, going to West point. Uh, that was my undergrad, uh, education. Uh, I was there during, you know, nine 11. So the time I spent in the army, uh, afterwards, uh, a lot of that time was spent, you know, training or deployed or uh, getting ready to deploy. Um, I, I did that until uh, until late 2009 uh, when I got out of the army and uh, I came to the the Northern Virginia uh, area, uh, right around DC, uh, and I started, you know, my uh, my career in, uh, in the private sector with uh, uh, as a consultant uh, for for Booz Allen. Um, did that for a number of years, uh, and I, I started to specialize in uh, you know technology engagements, uh, particularly uh, focused on biometrics and identity management because uh, that was a that was a burgeoning field, uh, certainly for the military around that time. And then it's since you know with COVID and everything, it's expanded uh, a great deal into uh, you know financial institutions and other sorts of things to to combat fraud. Um, so I've, I've been. Uh, I've been with the uh, the company that I'm with now, uh, which is called Idemia. Uh, I've been with them since 2013, uh, so prior to even my time starting at Darden. Um, I've you know been fortunate to have jobs all over uh, the company, uh, working in the national security space where I am now, uh, working in our state and local business, as well as working uh, globally with some of our corporate entities doing uh, global product strategy. Uh, and governance. Um, so right now, my position, I'm the president and CEO of Idemia National Security Solutions, which is uh, a U.S. subsidiary that focuses solely on uh, U.S. federal customers that are you know, either sensitive or, or classified. That's that's just a little little thumbnail uh, about me from a business perspective. From a personal perspective, uh, uh, my wife and I uh, made our home in McLean, Virginia. Uh, I've got two kids. Um, 
which when, when you and I met, they, they were little, Brett, but they're not little anymore. Uh, my daughter's now 14. My son will be uh, 11 on Thursday. Um, so that's fun between sports and activities and, and everything that they do. Uh, we keep, we keep pretty busy. Um, we also have a dog. Uh, we got a COVID puppy named Ollie. He's a, a mini golden doodle. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's like the glue that holds everybody together. So that's a, that's a little bit about me. Obviously a lot to unpack there. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really curious, how did you decide to uh, pursue an MBA uh, and in that journey, somewhere between Booz Allen and, and where you are now, I mean, how did, how did you decide an MBA was the, was the right step for you? Yeah, I, I, I had an intermediate step before, uh, before coming to Darden. And, uh, um, so it was within, within the, the university of Virginia system. So I, I received, a, a master's of science degree. Um, and it was focused on technology and it was, and it was great. It was a really well done program at the, at the McIntyre school. And, uh, uh, you know, I realized, uh, you know, I, I still needed perhaps a, a little bit, a little bit more. Um, and, I, Darden, you know, has a reputation and it's a, it's a well-earned reputation, uh, as a military friendly, uh, institution. Uh, I had a number, a number of friends, um, from West Point, uh, who went full-time, uh, at Darden as they were getting out of the military. A lot of them, you know, really highly endorsed the program. Um, and so, you know, when, when the executive program expanded, uh, into, uh, you know, into Northern Virginia. Um, it, it was, it was a no brainer. Um, it, it was something I knew with, you know, with, uh, you know, an institution like Darden, um, and the UVA brand behind it. Um, it was the very best, uh, you know, kind of MBA, uh, program that I could, you know, locally, that was locally accessible to me. Um, and so, you know, both the, you know, the endorsements of, of people that I, you know, knew and respected, um, and the, uh, the brand, um, you know, of, uh, that is Darden, it, you know, it was just, it was, it was a really kind of simple decision, right. To, to target, you know, Darden. Um, and then I'm, I'm so glad that I did. Uh, it was one of the, one of the best decisions, uh, you know, I ever made. It's interesting to think back on those early days here in Roslyn. You know, we've been up here since uh, August, September 2016. Seems kind of like ancient history now. Like we've been at three degree programs off, out of Sands Family Grounds, over 450 students. But uh, Pat, you were one of the first students uh, to have uh, Roslyn as an option. What was it like to be part of uh, one of those pioneering classes? I, it was, you know, it was really great. Um you know, and Brett, you know this better than anybody, and I'll, I'll share this with our with our listeners. Um, you know, originally I was supposed to be in the class of 2019, and uh, you know, I remember coming to you the the day of, you know, the first day of class, you know, on uh, on grounds there at you know at at Darden, and saying, "Hey, <laughs> Brett, my you know the workload we had just been acquired right by private equity. I was just you know kind of underwater trying to tread tread water there a little bit." Um, you know, and, and you guys were really gracious, uh, you know, uh, with that allowed me to defer a year. Um, but the facilities in, uh, in Roslyn are, are just absolutely amazing. Um, you know, just first class, uh, you know, everything, um, you know, and then on top of it, you've got kind of the first class education, 
all the faculty and staff. Um, it's, uh, it's the, the, the program is so well put together um, that all of those, when I, when I did, you know, um, you know, start uh, and got into things, um, you know, you're, you're so focused on, uh, on the material, uh, on ensuring that you're learning it, that you're, you know, collaborating with your, uh, uh, you know, your team. Um, you don't, you almost don't have to think about, right. A lot of those logistics because the program, uh, is, is orchestrated so well. Um, and so that was a real, real benefit for me, um, that it wasn't just another, you know, kind of burden to figure out, you know, logistics and things. Those, those things were really well taken care of. Um, so you could focus on the program. You could focus on, you know, the, the collaboration, the learning, the, uh, the relationships that you build, uh, through the program, but it's it, absolutely, absolutely great, really important, you know, kind of formative experience, you know, in that, you know, kind of executive leadership, um, you know, space for me. All right. So you come to Dart, you've already done a graduate degree, which is not atypical for our executive MBA students and a typical executive MBA class, say about a third or more. I think the most recent executive MBA class, almost 40% of the students already had one graduate degree uh, prior to matriculation. So that's not unusual, uh, but it's your first time as a Dart student. It's your first time in the MBA program. Uh, what was that adjustment like? Yeah, the, you know, I, uh, the, the time management aspect of things uh, seemed more difficult this this time around uh, than than perhaps I recalled, um, and that's that's not because the the amount of work is uh, uh, is overwhelming. Um, I, I think the the nature of the work, though, um, it's you're not just you know doing doing problem sets, right? You're really thinking through. Um, you know, the frameworks, the methodologies. Um, so it's a higher, higher level or higher order maybe of, of thinking than just kind of like rote, you know, like regurgitation of things. Um, so it's, it's that application of the concepts, um, you know, the, the case method, right. Is, you know, you're unpacking, you know, what's, what's below the surface, not the stuff that's, you know, just kind of, kind of there for you. Um, so that, and now, you know, that analytical aspect of things, um, it, it took me longer, to do right some of the uh a lot of the work that i had anticipated so that time management aspect of things um between the various you know kind of course load and then you know managing that with uh you know with with work commitments and family commitments that initial you know kind of time management you know figuring out that structure um you you figure out what your new normal is uh you figure out what that rhythm is uh, but that was that was probably one of the biggest adjustments for me just uh going from uh you know less less analytical things to more analytical um takes takes a little bit longer to be really deliberate in not only the way you approach uh the work uh but also you know the deliverables right that i had that there was an expectation um you know from from the faculty that you know you're uh you're putting out you know high quality work you're not just answering the mail um and so it takes takes longer to put together you know that that quality deliverable so how long do you feel like it took you to figure out the the rhythm the schedule that worked well for for you and your family um it, it, you know it didn't didn't take that that long i was you know i was really uh i was really fortunate uh because my my wife um you know has always um just been a great great partner um in uh 
in these sorts of endeavors, um, whether it was with my career or uh, with school. Um, you know, my children were extremely, you know, understanding of, hey, dad, dad can't be at, you know, this soccer game or, you know, this, this baseball game or something. Um, so, my, you know, my family was, was really, um, really helpful and really supportive with that. I'd say, you know, within, you know, probably like, you know, uh, you know, before the first quarter was out, right. You're, you kind of know, right. Uh, you've got your calendar well in advance uh, and it, and so you can plan ahead, right. And you see what those, what those events are on the horizon, you know, you overlay that with your normal, right. Kind of life. Uh, and you figure out, right. What are the, what's the give and take, uh, with those things. Um, but I mean, you know, there were things, uh, during the course where I had to maybe step away, um, you know, I, I, you know, for, uh, you know, an event or something, but the expectation was, you know, uh, that was coordinated well in advance and you know, those sort of things, but, but yeah, it doesn't, doesn't take too long. Um, doesn't take too long. So, um, question for you around your, obviously you've had a career progression since you completed your time at Darden. Um, when you came to Darden, is that the career path that you anticipated for yourself? Um, is that what you had in mind? Was it, or, or was it something else that you were thinking about? Yeah. So I had a discussion. I think this is one of the exercises you do with your learning team. At least I, I know we had this discussion and I had a really, really great learning team. Um, we had a discussion. It may have been, you know, our first first time on grounds together. One of those icebreakers. But it was, you know, what what do you hope to achieve, right, from the program? Where do, where do you want to be, you know, at, at the conclusion or five years from now? Um, and and I I remember having the discussion over like a beer or something. And it was I, I saw myself still at this company, um, but not not where I am now. Um, it was. Uh, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't see myself progressing, uh, uh, probably as fast. Um, but I'm, I'm happy I did. Uh, and, and I, I give a lot of that credit to, uh, to Darden, uh, because again, it, it makes you stretch yourself, uh, whether it's, um, you know, the things you, you think you don't have time for, or maybe the, the tasks that seem, you know, a, a little bit, a little bit more uncomfortable uh, than maybe you're used to or you're uh, comfortable with. Um, Darden stretches you in the best way. Um, so it makes you think about things differently. It makes you approach things uh, in a more holistic way. Um, and so for me, um, no, did, did I expect to be where I am right now with the same company? Perhaps not. Um, but again, the opportunities that, uh, and the exposure to new concepts and, and my, my peers, uh, my fellow students at, at Darden, uh, I think, I think helped out greatly uh, with that. Um, helped me, uh, they, my learning team, certainly we, we all pushed each other. Um, and so I give, give a lot of credit to them as well for, you know, kind of, uh, being supportive. Well, Pat, what was surprising to you about your Darden experience? I, I find when I talk with prospective students, they, they have a lot of ideas about, about what an MBA experience might be like. But I have to think that there's things that, that surprise people that sneak up on people over the course of their time in the program. Yeah. Um, 
other than how good the food was, right? Because it is amazing. Um, I think I packed on a lot of a lot of pounds uh, during during the program because uh, the food is is really really good. Uh, I, I think the most the most surprising thing to me is the uh, just the breadth of uh, of the perspectives uh, within uh, you know within the program uh, because you truly have. Uh, just such a diverse, um, you know, uh, set of students that, that come to the program. And we, I, I, I recall, I think we had like two or three MDs, right. In the program, we had, we had folks that worked in the nonprofit space, folks that worked in the financial space, the tech space, military. Uh, it was just, um, and, and then, you know, then you have like, you know, international, uh, you know, representation as well. Um, you know, that, that breadth, uh, of of perspective for me, I guess I guess maybe I'd lived in Northern Virginia, you know, the kind of the DC metro area, and worked in government maybe for a little bit too long, right? And so I was used to uh, just you know just you know kind of that that perspective, uh, but I got so much more, um, and and that for me it was it was a welcome, a really welcome surprise because the perspectives. Uh, the experiences that that my peers brought to the program uh, within their own business context uh, was as important uh, as you know any any case study, uh, because again the case study is oftentimes you know people people read it in in different ways or they they draw different conclusions sometimes or they unpack uh, you know some of the challenges differently or they approach challenges differently. That that real breadth of uh, of perspective or these differing perspectives, and, and we certainly had you know those conversations came out you know in in class right where people would respectfully you know kind of disagree you know and debate and and share their their own experience with you know you, you'd find two uh, you know two students from a similar you know market uh, that had vastly different experiences with with a similar situation. And that's just, that's amazing. You can't, I don't know where else, where else you could get that. Um, so for me, that was, that was most surprising, a, a very welcome surprise uh, that's, that's helped me, you know, a great deal when I think about my team over here. Uh, and as we add new members to the team, uh, that diversity of, you know, kind of thought and diversity of experience uh, is important um, because nobody's, nobody's got a, a monopoly on, you know, on ideals. So, you mentioned your learning team uh, a few times here. Uh, what would you want our listeners to know about your learning team? Do y'all stay in touch? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've got a we've got a group chat and everything. Um, so we've I think since we left, uh, the team has welcomed I think two two new babies. Um, you know, folks have, you know, changed, uh, you know, changed some jobs here and there again, they're, they're all moving, you know, kind of moving, moving up as well. Uh, you know, uh, one of the learning team members started right. Her own, uh, her own company, which she had, she had started when we were at Darden and then it, you know, really kind of, uh, really kind of took off, um, you know, in the last, last couple of years here. Uh, yeah, the, the learning teams are, uh, you know, everyone is is unique. Um, each one has a different dynamic, but I, I don't know how you, how you all do it, Brett. But uh, we we gelled almost almost instantly. 
it was uh maybe it's like shared hardship i don't know but uh um we gelled almost instantly and those uh that relationship was was very very important um not only in the early days but throughout the program when you know maybe somebody was having a, a particularly difficult time at work uh or just you know uh you know there was a lot of weight sometimes you know the my learning team certainly helped pick me up uh, a lot of times. Um, you know, if you you couldn't quite get something done, or maybe you know you did the reading or you did the analysis, but it wasn't quite your best effort. You know, they they'd help with it. Um, so I, I I relied on them you know quite extensively. Um, I probably got more uh, out of my learning team than I than I put in, which is probably a regret uh, of mine. I hope I certainly hope um, that they got something from from my. Uh, my interaction with them, but the learning teams are, are one of the best aspects uh, of Darden, um, and uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I, I really value those those relationships that I made. Uh, I saw I saw one of my learning team members just a just a couple of months ago at a show, and we we picked up like it was yesterday, uh, like like no time had gone by, uh, which was uh, which was really really nice. So you are now uh, in this role. Uh leadership role uh, within your company and um when you think about the impact of your darden experience you know do you draw upon it every day have what, what's the, what has been the impact uh, of your time at darden i i think it, it's tough to it's tough to to pick out just just one thing um i think you know maybe uh you know having come from from a military you know background you, you typically approach problems you know sometimes head on right which isn't isn't always you know the best uh you know the best approach um you know darden you know it, it, that you know you know approaching a problem from you know different either different perspectives or having those perspectives uh you know from which to assess uh you know a problem to uh develop you know courses of action um uh, I think from Darden, maybe the best way, uh, best way to put that, that impact into perspective is, you know, sometimes in the military, you think you've got to do it all yourself. Um, Darden teaches you that, um, you know, as you know, in no matter what level of an organization uh, you are, whether it's entry level or mid-level or you're more senior in an organization, uh, that team aspect of things uh, is, is what's most important. And so, I think the the saying is, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with a team. Um, Darden, Darden, I think best best exemplifies that, right? And that impact from Darden was, I, I want to go far. Uh, I want my company to go far, uh, and I know that the only way to do that is with is with a team. Um, so finding, you know, I already kind of mentioned this a little bit, but finding that. Um, Diversity of experience, diversity of you know, kind of thought uh, or perspective. Um, it's it's vitally important in building you know high high performing teams, um, ensuring that you know the individuals on that team kind of value um, you know kind of the, the same things, um, and that the objectives that you set, um, you know, you're you're accomplishing as a team. Uh, it's not taking you know a heroic effort from just one or two people, um, but you, you truly are you know accomplishing things as a team. Um, and Darden, you, you know, you 
you probably don't, I didn't, I certainly didn't realize it as it was happening, but more as I look back um, and the experiences that I had either with my learning team or just, just the program itself, uh, it is that, that team dynamic and that reliance uh, on, on your team uh, had a huge impact on me. Um, I, and I just, maybe I took it for granted, or maybe it was just a different perspective than I had from, from the military, uh, where the team also is, is most, you know, kind of most, most important. Uh, it was just a different, different approach to it. Um, and so that impact for Darden was, uh, impact from Darden was, was most, most important for me. Are there any classes from your time at Darden that, that stand out to you or that you think back on? I do. I do. <laughs> some, some, uh, you know, we're probably, uh, you know, for, for nightmarish reasons, but, uh, no, I'm just kidding. they they were all, they were all very, 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 very well done. I mean, the faculty at, at Dardner, you know, they're, they're always, uh, consistently rated, you know, as, as, as the top, uh, you know, in their fields. And that's, that's certainly for the right reason. Um, I, a lot of the strategy, uh, courses that I took, uh, some of them, you know, a lot of them were electives uh, that I took towards the tail end of the program. Uh, I immediately, uh, based on the role that I was in at the time, uh, I was working some of the uh, 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 global product strategy and some of the governance uh, within, within our global uh, corporation. And uh, that was really important for me because we had teams uh, from, from across the world, right? From, from India to Poland to Morocco to, you know, to, uh, France and the U S. Um, and so a lot of that governance was, was really, really important. And we were also doing, uh, you know, a, a large amount of, you know, just kind of like strategy development and then execution on it. Um, so the strategy courses were, were extremely important to me because I was applying them, uh, as I was in the course, right? So the, uh, the projects that I'd work on and the deliverables that I had were, were things that I was, actually applying right uh, and i was seeing i was not only getting feedback from you know the professor but i, I was also getting real-time feedback whether it worked or not um those those to me were the they were the most relatable and so probably the most enjoyable because i was i was actually applying it right then but i you know i learned so much from you know from all of the uh whether it's the you know kind of core uh classes things that maybe i thought I had a good handle on, but I, I really didn't, uh, or I needed, I needed to go deeper, um, to those that were more elective, um, based on, based on the role, you know, I was playing you know, the, the course catalog is it's, it's tough to pick, um, uh, you know, your electives because there's so many that are, that are really attractive. Um, but, uh, the strategy ones for me were probably the best. Well, what are you looking forward to in the, in the coming months? I know you got a lot on your lot on your plate. So, um, what's what's uh, what, what's exciting to you about what's next? What's next? Boy, uh, aside from the holidays coming up, it'll be a nice. We work on you know a, a calendar year, fiscal year, so it'll be nice to have a little bit, a little bit of a break uh, towards towards the end of uh, of December. There, um, you know, we've we've got some. Uh, uh, we've got some projects uh, that we kicked off uh, within the last 18 months or so, which are, which are finally uh, kind of reaching a, a point of maturity where we're going to start expanding. Uh, these are some capabilities that, 
uh, are homegrown, right within within the company, uh, which uh, which now we're bringing to to a larger uh, larger portion of the you know identity and security market. So I'm excited for that because my team's worked so hard on it. Uh, some some of the team members have worked for three or four years on these things to see them you know come to fruition, and that's that's really um, it's really fulfilling. Uh, for the team to accomplish those things and to do it together, um, think of it as a graduate graduation of sorts. Um, but uh, that's that's kind of the the early portion of next year. Uh, uh, you know, Idemi is uh, doing a lot of things. You probably see us at the uh, at the airports if you're in the pre-check lane or somewhere else. Uh, Idemi is going to be expanding a lot, uh, whether it's you know mobile or digital credentials, uh, you know, on your on your device. Uh, you know, or uh, passenger facilitation, or just you know, kind of identity and security technology. You'll see us a lot, so um, it's going to be it's going to be busy, but uh, looking looking forward to it. You mentioned uh, the impact of COVID. Uh, has has the business changed significantly over the past uh, few years, or expanded significantly? Definitely, it it accelerated things. I think prior prior to COVID. Uh, you know, a lot of the use cases that that we're seeing, you know, become common, uh, you know, for online transactions or combating fraud. Uh, a lot of those things were still pretty novel, uh, but COVID accelerated the adoption uh, curve of a lot of those things just just out of pure necessity, because you saw these high high rates or prevalence of, you know, of online transactions and, and fraud. Um, Taking place, so it has uh, it has accelerated things uh, to to a significant degree. Um, we're uh, uh, you know we're while well, we're happy for that acceleration of of adoption, we're also mindful that the introduction of new technology, right? You have to be very deliberate about it. Um, there there need to be there needs to be good you know good safeguards uh, and governance, and uh, uh, because there are always you know there are always bad actors uh, out there. So doing it in a responsible way. Uh, is uh, is one of the uh, uh, one of our hallmarks uh, here here at Idemia. So, Pat, uh, we asked the same last question of all of our guests here on the on the podcast. Uh, what's a piece of advice, uh, something you would encourage our prospective lis- listeners to consider as they go forth on their own MBA journeys? I, th- I think for me, the you know looking back, uh, be present in. Uh, you know, when you're at the program, whether whether you're out in Charlottesville or you're in Roslyn or you're meeting up with your learning team outside of class, uh, be be present and 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 really focus on the program when you're doing program things. Uh, a lot of the time, I was you know I was I was kind of conflicted, right? I was I had one foot one foot in work, one foot in the program, um, but I I would encourage. Uh, I'd encourage you to be fully present uh, in the program because you are going to get so much out of it. Um, you know, really focus focus in on it. Uh, you know, the more you put in, the more you will get out of it. Um, so really, be really be mindful of that of that presence uh, when you're there, um, and, and it will be you know certainly one of the best experiences. Uh, that, that you've ever had, uh, not only professionally but but personally as well. It, it certainly was for me. 
Well, Pat, thank you so much for taking some time out of your schedule. It's always great uh, talking with you, catching up. Um, I'm so excited for everything that's happened for you uh, since your time at Dart and everything that's still happening for you. Um, congratulations. Yeah, Brett, um, you know, going out on a limb here, but, um, I, you know, I think our listeners need to understand, you know, you, uh, the role that you played in uh, me attending Darden, um, certainly uh, probably my loudest advocate, um, you know, certainly very generous uh, with, you know, kind of understanding uh, the professional position I was in at the time. Uh, and I, I am absolutely forever grateful for that, Brett, uh, because without you, uh, I, I, you know, probably, probably wouldn't have, uh, uh, wouldn't have seen it through. So thank you personally for that. I, I really sincerely appreciate it and I'll never forget it. Well, it's very kind of you to say that. I, I will say, uh, you mentioned, um, your, your process to starting it or included a deferral. And I still remember that day, uh, in Charlottesville, it's the first day of school, basically. Uh, I think you had flown all night, um, and then drove to Charlottesville, uh, to meet with me in person, um, right in front of uh, a building that doesn't exist anymore. Interestingly enough, um, it was torn down as part of the hotel renovation, but it ex very much existed, uh, then. Um, and you said, look, I can't, I can't do this right now. I've got so much going on. By the way, I've flown all night and drove here. I haven't slept really. I need to defer. And uh, it makes an impression. Uh, but you also, not everybody goes to that link, Pat. And I think it says something about your, your character. So um, I, I think about that um, uh, a lot. I, I will say we get some deferral requests. Not all of them come in person at 7 a.m. under those circumstances. Well, I, I guess I got you at a good time. You just finished a run, uh, so you're probably out of breath, and you're just like, "Dude, get out, get away from me," you know. So, no, I, I I do appreciate it. I did, yeah. I was I was delayed in flying in from a conference, um, got in super late or early morning, uh, and then drove drove out to Charlottesville. But I was I was so relieved uh, because I didn't I didn't know right. I didn't know what the what the reaction was going to be, but the uh, uh, both yourself and uh, Barbara Millar, uh, you know, were uh, were generous enough to to allow me uh, to defer, and uh, I'll never I'll never forget that. And I am uh, I'm so so appreciative uh, for that. Well, Pat, great talking with you as always. Um, happy holidays uh, to you and, and your family, and we so appreciate you taking some time out for the podcast. Thanks, Brett. Take care. And that was my interview with Patrick Clancy, a graduate in our executive MBA class of 2020. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at exec, that's E-X-E-C, MBA at dart.virginia.edu. Till next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.